welcome everybody to another episode of the world's greatest podcast. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, and of course, we got Lou on the pod a few episodes ago. Of course, we've got another guest. Dunny, do you know how many times you've been on at this point? Uh, I was thinking about this before. I think it's probably five. Five? Maybe six. Maybe a double hat trick. Ooh. Speaking of which. What do we think? Six the best, I say. Yeah? Yeah, seven. Seven. Yeah, yeah why not? This weekend. That's cheap. Friday you Seventh wish. heaven for Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> come back on at the end of the season when all these outright bets come in from later. Oh, said too much. Whoa. I've said too much. I've Wait for that much. one. Wait for that one. Loose lips. That's how, that's how we keep them, though. That's how, you're not going anywhere, are you, listener? Because you, you want to hear that. Then. You might Ooh. skip forward, but skip forward to the end so we get the full listener. That work's done now, the hook. <laughs> we can chill now. Listen exactly. Up. Feet up. Dunny's taking it from here. But, Jordy, someone who has took it, from where Sadio Mane left it, Nunes, he's banging in the goals for the pool oh, already, 3-1. What a goal against City, by the way. Louis and, what a goal. He's fat, isn't he? He's he is quite fat, fat, isn't he? Nunes. <laughs> <laughs> he's ripped. He's ripped. He's ripped. He's ripped. He's He's been on, he's yeah, been he's on a certain ab work. Yeah, platform. he's got asthma. Oh, come on. Don't no. be like that. So early allegedly. into the season. Allegedly. So early into the season. Hey. Colin's Colin counts up. Can't wait for the makes, excuses that makes, makes year. It's so true. Yeah, tight chested. But yeah, Jordan, <laughs> are, you happy, are you happy with his performance in the Community Shield? Yeah, for the thirty minutes he was on, won a penalty, scored yeah. a goal. Can't can't be too disappointed with it. And against the league winners last year, just makes me wonder how much he's going to rip over rip up those trash bag defense this year. Mm. Yeah, that Jim fighting talk that. Fine, but that. No, he actually complimented our defence, so it was a league winner. Mm-hmm. said your defence was trash bags, actually. Yeah, he was trash bags. Yeah. And United. Take that. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. He looks a bit like Luke Carpenter to me. He's not involved. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> just that he, Same he, up. No, the way he runs and the way he touches the ball, it's kind of like Luke Carpenter vibes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I think he might score more goals, isn't he? He looks he like somebody you'd pay 20 quid for in Bangkok as well. <laughs> <laughs> I paid 20 quid. You did, didn't you? No, not not Darwin. Ask somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try anything. <laughs> try anything once. Anyway, Jim, carry on. Um, yes, Stan. <laughs> we're going to start this podcast with a little little season preview, and we're better to start than at the very top yet. Well, this podcast is a season preview, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It's a new season. Say. It's a new pod. Yeah. So, Stan, we've mentioned the community shield there. Um, yeah. Jordi kindly mentions Nunes, uh, his involvement in the in the winning goals. Mm. Did we learn anything from the game in terms of what the season will look like? Uh, no, not really. No. I don't. Th- I don't think so. I don't think. Them, it? Well, well, yeah, you said it. <laughs> um, I don't think we ever really do, to be honest. Um, I couldn't name you. Or at least, at least, at least remember. Yeah. You know, it's like I said to you as soon as it happened. I went, ask me about this in ten months and tell me it was three one, and I probably won't be able to tell you who scored. So, I mean, tactically. Yeah. What about the what about the playing styles of the new players? Because there's, there's a bit hardened on the other side. Well, you definitely saw a difference with City in terms of a focal point. Uh, somebody making runs that was being blatantly ignored. Um, although he did have chat, he did have a, I'd call them half chances maybe that he, he did. He had a big mess, chance at the end. Mess so. up. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, that one at the end was more than a <laughs> half chance, job. which he. Would you which have scored you that? Welcome to the Premier League. Uh, no, I wouldn't have scored that one. No. No. Left I would have. On your right, you would have. Jim would have got seven. On my right, I just scored. You'd have got seven yeah, from yeah. that position. So that was a big chance. But apart from that, 
City players didn't really use him. He was making there was especially in the first half when because Liverpool dominated for the first twenty thirty in terms of you know area of the pitch, and I thought that when City broke. Um, Haaland was like 1v1 against Liverpool's you know one of the two Liverpool centre-backs a lot in terms of a foot race and, and you know you'd back him against pretty much anybody um, obviously despite Van Dijk being there you know if, if the ball's right Haaland can can outpace and outstrength anyone really in the league but he just wasn't being just wasn't being used I thought City were doing the normal uh, lateral you know left across the, across the pitch to the right hand side back across to the left maybe wait for a gap rather than Going direct to Haaland, who was making, like I say, some brilliant runs, and uh, it'll take a little bit of time to to adapt to having that new new player in there. I think Liverpool maybe not as much because City don't spam crosses into the box like Liverpool do. Liverpool obviously yeah. Robertson and Trent are always down that touchline. Trent's maybe crossing for him a little bit deeper, a little bit more. Trent's got a target more inside for now. Then I still I know yeah. Mane and Jota are good in the air and Salad to some extent. But, but yeah, I, I think I think yeah, on top of Nunes will get more service naturally because of Liverpool's style of play. Whereas City, like I say, it's very left to right, right back to left, left back to right until yeah. a, a gap yeah. comes open and or a, a, a you know a pull back appears towards a penalty spot, which they're going to have to be a bit more direct with Haaland in there. You know the money they paid for one of the best you know 21, 22 year olds. In, in football, a guy who scored almost a goal a game wherever he's been. So I, mean, I mentioned it to you, Jim, when I was watching it. Watching him, it reminded me of, of the time, the story where Van Persie was saying that he was being ignored, and Fergie pulled Carrick, Kagawa, Rooney, and somebody else into a you know a room at training and went, if you don't pass to him, you're not going to play. And it wouldn't surprise to me if that happens with um, with Haaland because obviously United players started passing to him when he won us the yeah. league single-handedly. So it might get to something like that if, if they do keep ignoring his runs. Yeah. Well, if we could if we could see it on the weekend, then you can imagine that Pepsi and some of the runs and he's been told that it's just how quickly he can adapt. But um, what about the players that left Cook? Did you see any um, any gaps in the team? Obviously, Mane has left uh, Liverpool, which is it's not really been spoken about that often. I don't think. No. Um, because he was arguably more consistent. Well, he definitely more consistent than Salah. Whether he reached the same levels as he did, um, and then obviously City have lost Jesus, Sinchenko, and Sterling, which is a pretty big turnaround from a team that's just won the title. You've lost your depth, really, haven't you? Though? Yeah, you've lost your depth. You've lost oh, a left four on the left hand side. You've lost a bit of pace. Lost a left back. Um, not can, not replaced him. Yeah, you're kind of hoping on Grealish to make a massive step up, which is yet to be seen. So, yeah. what do you reckon about that? No, I think it's a big year for Grealish with Sterling going, and Jesus has done really well at Arsenal so far, albeit pre-season, so only time will tell with that one, for a guy that has, well in the past he said to the Brazil manager that he doesn't want to play up front, he said he'd rather play out wide because didn't really want the, the weight of that number nine for Brazil, and now he's gone to Arsenal, made a big step up, he's not the backup, he's considered the main man now, he's took on, I think he's the number nine as well for Arsenal as well, so... It's a bit. It's a big year for him, and that's the thing for City, like Dunny said, about them losing the depth. Because Sterling, Zinchenko, and Jesus has proven depth. It's league winning depth, like over and over again. Whereas, although it is Erling Haaland and this Alvarez is the first time I've seen him in the Community Shield, he looks good. Um, but yeah, it's it's proven depth, and it's how quickly they adapt, like you said. But Liverpool look good, and the reason why I don't think Marnie's been spoke about enough that he's left is because they've splashed out on Nunes and spent quite a lot of money on him and that's what fans want. They I've, want to see you splash out yeah, on yeah, like a wonder kid and to replace it's him. almost like a, the cherry on the top of the Mane legacy's won the lot and then is 
the guy replacing him. I think the Mane one's not been talked about too much because he was slowly phased out at coming to the end of the league. I know he was still playing as a striker, but when we brought Diaz in, he yeah. was very much going to replace yeah. uh, Mane. So Ma- there you go, Mane, you shift up front, and then it's sort of the wingers are obviously, well, Diaz is getting used to playing for Liverpool, and then Mane's, like I say, slowly phased out, yeah. go off, and then then the net obviously Nunes coming in is just a direct replacement for for Mane. Yeah, I guess yeah, I think big loss straight away. Yeah, I think with Diaz being there, you look and you go, well, Mane's off that left wing and Diaz is straight in. And with the six months he had at the end of last season, you know, it, we all saw how effective he can be. And he's another Liverpool signing that's, you know, like a duck to water in terms of going in the team and fitting in, fitting in straight away. Like if, if City had bought somebody like Hyungman Son in January and then sold Sterling, I don't think anybody would be talking about that because you've got your winger replacement there. I think it's the fact that, like Jim said, they've lost Sterling a winger, they've lost Jesus who's predominantly played on the wing in the last, definitely last season anyway, and they brought somebody who's playing through the middle, so they've lost two wingers and, and bought a striker, so it is a complete change of approach from City, whereas, like I say, Liverpool, especially the style of play, it's not changed anywhere near as much in terms of yeah. City, because they'll still get balls in the box, and they're still pretty much play with three strikers as, as they always have. Yeah, Jim, do you know, I, I don't know if you heard it on TalkSport today, um, have you heard about Foden's new contract that everyone's, well, Simon Johnson's not happy, but not Simon Johnson. Jordan. Simon Jordan. He's, the he's never usually guy. happy. No, he's not, and he's, he's, he's usually a bit bitter, but you were saying, because Foden's been, apparently, 30 grand a week he's been on, and now he's going to 225 grand a week. Foden wasn't on 30 grand a week. I know. That's what I was thinking. No <laughs> way he can be on sure because no. apparently he's been on a like an academy deal. How old is he now? He's like twenty one. I don't he know. Could have if he's not I had a know. new contract. But according time. to Talksport, that's what they were saying. Well, he's gone up to two hundred and twenty five grand a week. And Trevor Sinclair was arguing, "Oh, it's a short career." And then Simon Jordan was like, "It, you can afford it to be basically." Well, McTominay, I think he was on about twenty five grand a week. Whilst Jose and Solskjaer were using him as a first. I think Robbie said something about he, one he of the long staffs was on like a really yeah, good he was on like eight hundred yeah, yeah, like like really If these players break in the first team and don't get a contract for two years, so they can be sat the, on that. Sometime. What was Simon Jones' issue with him getting paid? So, so he was he was saying much of a jump. He was not. Yeah, he was just saying like, what sort of it's example simple. does that set? And then Trevor Sinclair was arguing that oh it's a short career, and then Simon Jordan was saying well it, you can afford it to be when yeah, you pro- get this much. The problem with this and the problem with Talksport is you've got Simon Jordan who actively hates City because they're everything that he hates about football yeah. in terms of why you fucked State up a Palace, like in, yeah. and you've got Trevor Sinclair who fucking adores City, yeah, so yeah. it's not yeah. an equal argument. It's like me and Donny arguing about United and Liverpool. Yeah, like, what's, the, agree what's the fucking yeah. point? That, that's that's the main point. Yeah. But I think Simon Jordan's point yeah, maybe right. is if you give a guy 225 grand a week at 21, in 12, 18 months, does he want another one? What's Is that going to be 300? Yeah. And then when he's 27 and maybe well, the best it, player in the world. He's probably only going to get a bumper one to like 250. Well, that's, that's it. It's if yeah, City is smart. Fair, he's, which, he's probably what, yeah. one of, if not the biggest you've yeah. That's that's what I mean. Well, you're paying in, for potential with that money. You play. You're paying him for what he's going to turn oh, yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not exactly. paying him for the player he is right now. And you're just so looking at you're just looking at the age. Like just look, at the, look at the look at the quality of a two hundred grand a week play. Who we play? He now is. he's got a step up. Now he's one of Sterling's the best young players gone. in the world. Is he going to be starting more so now? Or Jack and all. You'd imagine. Probably Mar- 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 deal as well. Probably Mar- 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 you might have even learned that at Liverpool if that was one thing you could learn. You see Grealish, he made like one forward pass all game. It was incomplete. He wasn't 
a lot of Grealish he's, he's still not getting his confidence as in he's not just running a full bop and we know he can he's still going to dribble in Foden came on he just went straight out to run he'll do it um, and that's what City need and in the big games the last two years Foden has played most of them um, he likes scoring against the big teams as well so I, feel, I don't get what the problem is I mean the, the player wise I, if Foden was to go to Madrid now they'd pay him 200 grand a week as a sign yeah you're not, you're not going and to go sign on bonus on top of it. So yeah, he's one of City's most talented outfield players. Um, and he's been at City since he was like six as well, yeah. so there's a bit of loyalty in that money as well. Yeah. I won't uh, be surprised if he's on 400 grand at some point in his career. Yeah, but why not? Especially I, at City. In my opinion, it's a big statement, but I think Phil Foden will probably be England's next best talent since Rooney. Well, yeah, potentially. I, I think he's seen as high. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it probably is. I suppose. I suppose. I suppose the only um, that was good in the air. The only worry with it is that maybe you know, I'm guessing from Jordan's point of view, it might be too much too soon, and he might get to a point where he's 26, not half a million a week. But if it gets to that, it gets to that. If he's on half a million a week and City are willing to pay it. It's because yeah. he's worth that. So. It's the way the game's going, inflation as well, you've got to take that into account from what football was when he owned a football yeah. club. English player as well. So he's, he's he said the highest he ever paid a player was yeah. 50, 60 grand a week, so that just says it all. Oh, well, when was he well, working club. on Yeah, and he said he was turning over 50, 60 mil a year and paying him 50, 60 grand a week, whereas City's turnover's 500 million a year. That was his argument. When was he? When did he own? I don't know Palace? off the top of my head. Right. 50, 60 grand a week. It was he's still not, a lot, isn't it? He's in Ovid anyway. I've never known a man to have an opinion on absolutely everything. Yeah. But anyway, we've talked from Kyle. We've talked, yeah. The difference is, is they're always right. Oh, first, carry on. Because he'll tell you he's always right. We've talked well too much about Sam and Jordan. And I guess yeah, we Kyle have. is a nice segue into Guys, what oh. could be another title challenger, maybe. <laughs> I mean, everyone's thinking oh. it's going to be Liverpool or City, but Spurs from the talk of the town are the clear third best team. I mean, under Conte, they was anyway last season, and they've made they've made big signings, Dan. They've it brought in Perisic, Longley, Jed Spence, Richarlison's come in, Basuma's come in, Chris Forster's come in, I forgot about him. Basuma um, and there might be another sign as well. I'm told they're after an attacking midfielder. Uh, could Spurs get another? Could Spurs break ninety points and challenge for a title? No. Um, <laughs> you know what? If if you just said if you just said, oh, there's a team here and Conte's a manager and you know they've got like, the best striker in the world, arguably, and you know they've got this winger who's mint and them two work really well together and they'll probably be hard to beat. I'd go, well, yeah. And then you tell me they called Tottenham Hotspur and I'd immediately go, nah, they're not going to do The defence is shit. So, Longley. Yeah, Dyer's not, not a title. Longley as well, though. Longley, I've never really The thing is with Conte and fans. the thing is with the back five is you can, you can cover people's weaknesses <laughs> a lot easier. You've got that extra body in there. Yeah, but you've still We've got the Dawsonness of him. You have, but... Making I watched, I watched Ch- Conte win a, a, a title at Chelsea with, you'll have to tell me here, was it... Moses and Alonso at wing backs with uh, Gary Cahill, David Luiz, and Aspilicueta as a three or something. Yeah. That's not incredible individually across the pitch, but as a five, Who's, Conte got them all doing it. The job's really well. Yeah, and he, he made sure Luiz didn't have to defend one versus one with anyone. He was well, yeah. a sweeper. Well, yeah, but that's the beauty of yeah, having yeah, yeah. a five. Yeah, if yeah, if yeah. you've got a back four, you're two centre backs, they're probably going to have to deal with two forwards yeah, at some yeah. point. Conte's but you've class. got that third one, so. But they're not we, winning the league. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> no. The question is, are they, they'll ca- win. are they capable? I don't, they'll think, win, I don't think they'll, they'll win, win anything. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they'll win anything this season. I don't think they're capable alone, but then when I look at who they're up against, they're just not capable. Liverpool and City are so far Is it ahead. more of a case of just out of the standards Liverpool and City have set over the last few years? Because realistically, when you think Probably. of title, char- title winning teams and title winning managers and all this stuff, to me, this Spurs team is a title winning team. The, honestly, the, the thing with Spurs paper. team, though, they've, they've got a lot more depth than obviously what the they had on the bench do you know what do you know what the main thing is that. there for me right and it's stupid but it is the fact that it's Spurs if that was Chelsea and you went Chelsea arguably they've got the best striker in the league they've got Son with him they've got Conte they've brought in Basuma they've brought in Richarlison they've brought in bought in uh, Perisic a guy who's worked under Conte and he loves him and if that was called Chelsea I'd be going you know what they're worth a bet but it's because of Tottenham Conte's won the it is I'm sorry but it, it yeah. is Conte's won the the league with worse teams. He's also he also was the first manager manager to break that Juve mold that won the league for ten years. So he has come up against dominance before. Yeah. Was he the first manager to get a ninety point season in the front? Yeah, he got ninety four. We, we, we had the most wins. We had the most wins in a in a season. Then City just obliterated. And then when you look at Spurs' um, performances against Liverpool and City last year under Conte, he was the yeah. better team in all the games. Yeah, he should have not been sent off against us. Part and part the only thing I will say games. is though and people have forgotten about this he did lose six in a row and then in the interview at Burnley say well you know if I don't, if I can't do it here then they may as well sack me yeah. the, that was only that's like a, that was like six months ago that was six months ago he has been backed but the fact is that literally six months ago he lost six league games in a row and then said well maybe I'm not good for the job maybe they should sack me he'll be sick from Christmas and then leave in January and say oh they've not I need more money yeah but that could be the case six months ago he was saying that in six months he could lose three in a row and be out the Champions League group and there's all these rumours whilst the World Cup's on saying Conte's not turned up who's going straight into the starting lineup. Probably, probably I'd say Basuma and Basuma and Perisic yeah probably Perisic well. normal centre midfielders Hoiberg and Bentancourt I'm imagining Basuma well, plays Benson 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 I don't. I think it's just because he's not in a pre-season, really, has it? Or has it? No, yeah, I doubt it. If he's on the show, so you people, so you people at the end of the season who's called Richard Richard suspended your suspended as well for the first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in, yeah. but is Son probably going to start. Over if you look, Son Kane, Kulusevski, Perisic, Bentancur, Basuma, Doherty, Romero. Davies, Dyer, your weakness is your back three there. Yeah. Romero's good, but Dyer and Davies right. is just. They are Dyer. They're okay, <laughs> they're fine, they're six out of ten players, both of them. Who you say left back was then? Probably Perisic will go left yeah, wing back, wouldn't it? Away. And then yeah. Laurie in net, but your weakness there but is just. You've got Ryan Sessing on as well, but he ain't starting. Well, no, but. It, honestly, it's the fact that it's it's like a mental block. Yeah. I don't if you change the, if, if you went on FIFA Edit and changed their name to like Chelsea, I'd go. That's fuck. They're winning the league, don't they? <laughs> but because but because the Tottenham Hotspur, I can't. I think Hugo's getting on a bit now, though. I think he he's on on the decline a little bit. I guess it's, it's a, I guess it's a wait and see kind of thing. I just think put it this way: they'll win. They'll win I, I think they could win a title. They'll win the league without Liverpool and City. They'll finish third. It hurts me that you say that. Yeah, I'm no, surpri- just I wouldn't well. be surprised if they did. They'll finish though. They'll though. win yeah. the league without Liverpool and City. The, the, the thing that the thing's struggle. Yeah, I, I, I think they will. I, I think, think they're the best of the rest. But they'll go out the Champions League in the groups. And the thing I struggle with is the fact that you have to hope that Liverpool and City drop off. You can um, see maybe I don't know something happens to Liverpool. Like, uh, do you remember when Van Dijk got injured and 
no, kind of drops off. Don't like that. Um, City might take a year to adapt to this new playing style, so they might just drop off by 10 points. So they might finish with one of them, might do, but, but then for them both to drop that much, I can't see happening. It's too much too soon, I think. Yeah, either way, maybe we can kind of agree that they're the best of the rest. And after this short break of Dunny's betting tips, we will oh, round out the top four. Welcome back, listeners. Get your betting apps open. It is that time of the season where Better the Week returns. I'm going to intro with a little Better the Week, and then the betting guru, Jordi, is going to take over from there. So, we've got a cheeky little fourfold, all in the Prem, starting in southwest London, Fulham, Liverpool. We've got Liverpool to win to nil on the road. Then we go to Ellen Road, Leeds beating Wolves, both teams to score. Jesse Marsh getting off to a big start. Newcastle to beat Nottingham Forest at home, and then Chelsea to beat Everton on the road and under 2.5 goals. So that is a big bet. Just to recap, Liverpool to win to nil on the road to Fulham, Leeds both teams score result, Newcastle to beat Forest, and then Chelsea to win to nil but under 2.5 in the R5 kickoff. And Stan, what can the listeners do with that information? They can shove it up the rackers. Geordie, hot tag into you. Haaland, son. Salah to score 20 league goals, Jesus, Nunes and Sterling to score 15 league goals at 11 to 1 on the player request a bet 22 to 23 Premier League request a bet. Oh, Jordy. Tell you where they are. Second bet, bit of a big one, probably not going to come in, but Whoa. we go for it anyway. 50 to 1, Nunes, Haaland, two newcomers to the Premier League, how quick will they adapt, will they score goals, I'm not too sure, and Kane to score 80 plus goals between them. 50 to 1 that's more, that's 26 goals that in, the league? in the league yeah. that's a lot of goals it's a lot of goals it's a lot of goals but Nunes is going to score 40 on his own so wow. there you go Kane and Hartland up to you to do your bit and we've got a bet here that's 10 to 1 I'm I'm not encouraging lumping on this bet but if you're going to make some so money it kind of sounds like you are I'm, well, I'm not being held accountable. Bet I'm being guys. A bit responsible. Read between the lines. I'm not being held accountable for this. But read between the lines. But read between the lines. <laughs> Ten to one. Banker. One plus corner taken in each half of each Premier League fixture. Now that's any team to take a corner in any half. It doesn't have to be both teams to take one corner each or anything. Any team. <laughs> Ten to one. Stick two fifty, two hundred fifty quid on that. Yeah. Get yourself a nice little return. I'm not telling you to put us on it. Stick two hundred fifty quid on. Make it worthwhile. You're not going to put a five on it and wait a year. Smashing for 50 that star button on You might as well get max stake on yeah. it. The money you're using for your lucky bill, stick it on this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What's she? What's she? What's not eating for a few weeks, Navin? It's, it's summer. You don't need eating on, do you? Yeah, you can have beans on toast unless you're you. Oh no, we don't talk about beans. You just have toast. Watching you two tag team to be the bookies there. It's the same sauce. You're like the brothers of destruction of beating the bookies. Came and sick. Came and sick. That's high honour, that. That is high honour. Big praise. You know what? Straight into the football chat, Cook, because we're going to talk about a team you support as well, and a team that Stan supports, <gasps> and a team that somebody else supports. Oh, we have to. Don't know any Arsenal fans, I don't think. Anyway. Didi. Didi. Get him here. Ackers. Ole! <laughs> Oh, fucking come in as well. They come in with baby. Stupid fucking camp. Big gas room, gentle sports. Arsenal and West Ham. Oh, bring him, see what he's doing. Should be on the pod. Yeah. Arsenal and West Ham. Yeah, got an Arsenal tattoo. <laughs> Arsenal tattoo on his leg. This oh, is all stadium. They play, they
All right, okay. All right. Guess that's how it works. Does he just put like <laughs> a, a big plaster on. over the other one? When like the one's doing well, he just sticks a big like square plaster over the other one <laughs> just to cover it. And half and half and half tattoo, isn't it? It's like your postman, Jim. Your old postman. My team won again. Yeah. <laughs> You just come round on bike going, oh yeah, doing well this weekend, who's that? Bayern Munich. And then cycle off. It's like, doing well every weekend then. Uh, anyway, yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, some footage chat. Hey, that's some footage chat. Um, <laughs> we've kind of previewed what we think the top three might entail to be. And there's one more spot if I was swapping for a Champions League place. But we imagine it's going to be between Chelsea, between United between Arsenal and it's a bit of a who's who if who's going to finish well, in the top four Newcastle as well uh, we're going to get on to them we're going to get on to them you've seen them in order and you've just done some leaks you were from Tom Holland I would say uh, my question mm. to Stan is how are them three teams oh, like oh. I said who's got the best squad what else um, Chelsea Chelsea why yeah. why have Chelsea got, they've had a bit of a, a mismatch of a transfer window yeah. Cause I think it was the strongest even before any signings. I think it's. I think it still is. To be honest, I think that they're the only team that finished in the top four out of those three last season. So they're the favourites for it. I would say a um, couple of holes in the squad that I think you know. There's still a month left of the window, so they could they could be filled. We don't know, but even now, I'd say in terms of squad, not in terms of predicting any fallout or you know hypotheticals that could happen I'd say right now you've got to put Chelsea in, in, in there as favourites out of the three yeah and um, I would say Cook the most confident fans out of them three is it probably always is every single season because they're it a is. bit of a deluded bunch yes um, is Arsenal but they are playing well and they have made some good signings could, they was close to fourth last year um, could you see them in fourth this year I mean, if they don't play, you'll never walk alone before they play Liverpool. They've got a shout. But if, but if he tries that again, they, they don't. I think, I think at the moment we're in this conversation for, for the top four, but I think when the window's over, I feel, we w- I feel like we will have made maybe four more signings at that, at that point. Do you think that'll make you pull away from United and Arsenal? I mean, I, I personally think for the past few years we've been the team after them, after City. Um, anyway, obviously winning the Champions I'm League as well. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm used. Can't even say the name. <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> what? Sorry, now, sorry. now he knows where we are. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you idiot. Hope he does. Yeah. I've got his nose. Who have you signed now? No. Lissandro Martinez, they've signed. And they've signed uh, uh, Malassia. And fucking oh, yeah, Christian Eriksen. That young lad from oh, Barcelona. Yeah. Frankie de Jong. They're not yet. Oh, we'll talk about United, Stan. Yeah. I mean, I've put, put them in this Gaita. top four conversation, but <laughs> I would maybe argue that that might be too unrealistic for an expectation for a team that is massively transitioning out to Nike's first season. Um, the, the talent's there, definitely. But So, if you finish fifth, is that a successful season for United, would you say? What, fifth alone? Yeah, fifth alone. No, no. cups. No, no, no cups. No, cups. no, no. Would he get sacked off that, do you reckon? Uh, I don't think he'd get sacked, but there'd be maybe a shitload of there'd be a shitload of pressure on him. What if he? What if he maybe got fifth, to a final? Like, even more pressure than okay. there is now when he's not played a fucking. Okay, what about game? fifth? And there's a clear progress in that side. The way you play is just 
this is the best United. Yeah, the other teams have just got whatever. Well, for me, yeah, I'd be happy with that because I'm not a a stupid cunt who lives in Philippines that just wants to see us. Whoa, we love all our Filipino listeners. Just just wants (laughs) to serve you. Yeah, I was just about to say. Just wants to see, say what? just you know, <laughs> sees it as a TV show that they watch at three in the morning. So I'd I'd be happy with, I'd be happy for the, I'd be happy with yeah, the like friends. I'd be yeah, it's pretty much friends, but you know, friends with with friends. Whoa! friends. Whoa! That's a, that's the episode of the title, friends. I'll be there for you. I'll be there for you. Um, I'd be happy. With, I'd be happy if if there's clear development. Look, I mean, it's do we are we sat in fifth all season and like the other. Yeah, with Jose, we went on a 26 or beaten run and stayed fifth. Stuff like that happens, and maybe no, but if it's like Arsenal this season where we go into the last day and if certain things happen, we finish fourth, we finish fifth, you'd be like, disappointed, but we were pushing ourselves yeah. all the way. And then next summer you can make this. And then next summer we, we, we make some bigger signings. I would be, as long as I could see, look, the vibes, the vibes are better because they were just fucking horrible last season. It was You could tell it was just a toxic atmosphere. There's something clear happening that we that we know is happening, and something that we can get behind, and we like the squad. Then I'd be happy with that. Um, but obviously, the best case scenario, if we don't finish top four, is winning the Europa League. You've not got a bad squad there, though. We haven't. The, squad, the, pro- like. the I think the problem is with United. We went from a lot of people went from, including myself and rival fans, this time last year was going. They could win the league. They signed Ronaldo. They signed Varane, Sancho. There were people going. They could win the league. And 12 months later, people are going, I don't even know if they'll get the Europa positions. I think we went too far one way last summer, yeah, but away still, from the truth. Yeah, still rule out, because he's not been signed this year. Varane still will class centre-back. Uh, Sancho still... Think of very, how many very, players very last season... Yeah, you've got Rashford who took right a year management. off. You've got Bruno Fernandes, who was arguably the best player in the league for 12, 18 months in terms of his goals and assists. One season, uh, well, yeah. Uh, Luke Shaw was arguably the best left-back in the world this time a year ago. Uh, Harry Maguire's completely fell off again team of the tournament at the Euros you had so many players that have just completely fell off that aren't anywhere as near as bad as last season so I think like I say this time a year ago we went too far in terms of how good the squad was and I actually think right now people are have gone too far the other way and are now going uh, I know we were shit last year fuck me I got bored by Feb of watching us but I think you know there's a good chance that if, if all things go well if you know we could easy sneak that fourth position there are a lot of circumstances that have to happen Chelsea will have to have you know the three four every three four years like they do where they end up finishing ninth or something like that uh, that'll have to happen and Arsenal yeah. I, I, I think if United were to get in top four it would it's, require it's, a Chelsea meltdown and Arsenal and that's really close and United's just yeah, yeah, and I, and which I, think, I don't I think it's too big for Arsenal I only see Chelsea as a threat there I think I don't think we're any worse than Arsenal honestly don't I know the, the, this is the thing though where the vibes at Arsenal now are a lot better than they are at United but in terms of the two squads and the two managers and stuff. I don't and no, where, where the where both the clubs are right now. I know Arsenal are three or four years on, but would it surprise a lot of people if Arsenal, if United finish fourth and Arsenal finish fifth next season? No. Would it surprise people if United finish fourth and Chelsea finish fifth? I think it would. So I'm only yeah. looking there that there's only for me Chelsea that needs yeah. to fall out of that top four. Like I said, when, it, when I th- I think when the season's over and we've signed ev- everyone that we well, that's it. There's attempted to sign, I think I think we finish third. Well, pretend, I mean, if you ask me in a month and United have signed Frankie de Jong and brought in somebody like Anthony, I'll be going, we could easily get fourth in. And if we but right now, with a cup, I'm happy. But right now where we are, United United don't get top four. It's going to be a fatten this year, though. It's going to be sick. 
with all the people, not, all the talent that's come to the Prem this year, it's going to be fucking wha- so much more say this every so year. much more competitive. You're not even I know, but this year, simply the best. This year, I think simply the best. The league is a lot different. Well, this, this is what I mean. Random, we like last year, we were random, 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 Ronaldo, did we? Just, well, yeah, but well, yeah, been, exactly. Those, been, those, those the one. But they both made the teams worse. I mean, random, random. Shows what came. That was another big, big signing that was on the ramp. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. weird things can happen right now. We're going, ah, you know, it seems pretty obvious. But this time last year, like I say, everybody had United in the top three in pretty yeah. much all predictions. And Could it be me? We struggled to finish sixth. We probably should have finished seventh, eighth on form. So weird, you know, Solskjaer went, Ragnit came in, the players called it a day and, you know, everything happened. So there's no reason why that couldn't... I mean, Arsenal, Arsenal now, they finished eighth, eighth and fifth. They've spent money now. They've brought Gabriel Jesus in. Uh, they've brought Zinchenko in. They've brought uh, Vieira in. Um, Saliba's come back. Uh, he's made a big call with making Odegaard captain. He's got rid of Aubameyang and Lacazette and people like this. It's you know this is now the time where Arsenal's owners and fans will be looking going. We need to get top four now. Yeah, they've we've got eighth, way. eighth, fifth. Now this season we need to be like up there with third and fourth. And I think if they, if they have another start like last season where, was it the first four games they conceded nine and didn't score or something? You know, he... You know, I, I, think, I, I think they're arriving into this season, though, in like a completely different place. Yeah, like, do you remember the lineup at Brentford? And it was, we didn't even know who they were. Um, I know they're going into a hard game yeah. again. Alomari got bullied by Tony, didn't Yeah, they? I know they're going into a very hard game at Sellers Park on Friday night, but they couldn't be further away from what they were like yeah, into no, the season. Yeah, I agree. Vibes are important, but they could unravel very quickly. I remember, yeah, I remember watching United and seeing Varane come out on the pitch and we beat Leeds 5-1. And then Ronaldo came back and we beat Newcastle three one and then two months later Solskjaer was gone and we fucking threw the league threw the threw the football away in February. So things can unravel very quickly despite vibes being immaculate. So we'll see. But Chel- like I say, Chelsea for me there, as a United perspective, are the only team I'm looking at hoping that they fuck up. And what about Gunny? Outside of that big six, will anyone break into it or if not, who is the best out of the rest? Top six, who are you thinking there's Chelsea, United, Arsenal. So you've got Liverpool, City, City Chelsea, Tottenham, United, Arsenal, uh, Tottenham. Would there, is there any teams left in the league personally, who I could challenge that top I six? I don't think anyone comes close to that to them six this year. Yeah. They've improved massively. I know that the rest of the other teams have improved, but the signings that the other teams have made, the big six signings, are statement signings of their own right, were of, I don't know, the likes of... I know, like Forest or Newcastle or I mean, Forest is never going to challenge for West Ham. West Ham. West Ham. Who the fuck's Skamaka? Keeping all the Declan Rice for another summer. Who is he? Potentially bringing in Onana for forty mil. I don't who's know who these guys are. Exactly. I don't know. Who, who, who are they? Do they come in? Do they, Looks like do they bed in for a, a potential big yeah, departure? Do they bed into the, the Premier League easy or next summer? Perhaps. Or maybe for me, for me yeah. no, not the top. Them top sixes. The top six. That's it is yeah. the big six now, isn't it? Like it, is it was the big less, four. Less it was the, the top four and that, but now it is the big six. Less it's two heavy hitters miss out every year on. Well, when was the, when was the last time it? that top six didn't finish one to six? Ooh, interesting. Be Leicester must have got in it. That'd be an interesting Leicester question. Leicester must have got in it. Oh, Leicester finished ago. Four, fifth, it, fifth a couple like, of years, yeah, years in a row. So you've, oh, well, Arsenal, I think, yeah, Arsenal were eighth twice. Yeah, the question is, last season was one of the only times it has been that traditional big six. There's usually one that drops out. Usually, Leicester have. That's kind of my, dropped well. Out that's my point. Yeah, Leicester, like the Leicester and Arsenal, Leicester and Spurs. They tried to kind of rely on Kelechi yeah. and Daka last year. 
because obviously Vardy got injured. Yeah, big proved, risk proved that they couldn't. As Vardy got it in him this year, I was in our life. If 30, Madison goes, 34. Madison, if yeah. Fafana goes as well. Fafana, Fafana. Schmeichel's obviously gone it, captain and he's not a bad keeper, is he? But, but yeah, I think you're probably maybe looking at Newcastle having an amazing season, maybe the signings that they've made which have been quite you know streetwise streetwise is definitely yeah the word for it well you know what um, we'll come on to Newcastle oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, we'll, go on. we'll come on to Newcastle in just a second after my FPL segment doesn't have a name yet right guys welcome back to some more FPL hot takes with Jim maybe I'll call it hot takes with Jim who knows mm, Craig will love um, this <laughs> Cork we've actually run a cookie podcast league this year haven't we and wow yeah. We the have. response has been massive. Yeah. What are the what, what is the live count of this league now? The live count is forty seven. Like forty seven. A big push for fifty done. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Are we, do we want to plug it? Well, if this comes out before the deadline, the code is ZV two MJP. It definitely will. This will go out before FPL yeah. starts. Link in bio. We'll, nice ju- we'll link it. We'll link it. Um, he's a pro now. He's been here six times. Do you know what? You, you have you maybe you can do the outro later. You know. Wow. Free at the beach house as well. So yeah, I'm just gonna do a quick rundown of two of the biggest questions FPL managers are pondering uh, making the first team. The first one being two strikers at the same price. Erling Haaland. Two strikers of the same coin. What'd you say? Yes. Wow. Versus Harry Kane, Stan. You've got one there that's prem proven. He always scores around twenty goals, doesn't he? Gets the assists as well takes penalties but then you've got the new the exciting young girl in, in the team that scores the most goals in this 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 year but they score most goals every year don't they pretty much say um, I think statistically and if you're a safe man and if you like the stats like I say it's got to be Harry Kane but Hurricane. there is a fear of missing out of Erling you feel like he can he can boom EA didn't score against Liverpool but 1.6 xG stand. That's the best defense in the league I've been That's the yeah. best. That's the hardest game he'll face all year on paper. He'll start pad this year at Harland. Bournemouth at home 100%. is the first home game for say second game four, week. Four goals straight away. And me being a City fan, I've stuck Harland in because you've got to you've got to bite your boys. Philip Billing. Well. Come back to me. Quit on that one. Is that it? Oh. Oh, Philip. Is it Philip? Yeah. Second question is. You want to back your Liverpool assets this year, guys. They're, this, they're worth the weight in goals, Dan, in FPL. They're worth the weight in points, you could say. Like everyone's that. on Trent, you've got to be. On everyone's, on, everyone's on Salah, you've got to be. Salah? <laughs> who's that? Mo Salah. Who's that? Um, Mo Salah. Mo Salah. <laughs> Mo Salah. <laughs> Mo Salah. <laughs> um, who, who's the third place you've got to put in your team? Everyone's going, rather, Andy Robertson. Alisson. Or, no, Luis Diaz. That's the big question this Nunes season. Nunes for me. Listen, Nunes for me over it, Diaz. Well, you're not the FPL master. Big get those goal points. <laughs> you know. Do you know what I think's a shout for that Liverpool team if you if you're trying to be a little bit cheapish. Canato. Rooney. Oh, okay. well, I yeah, thought that, but then my team started in the Community Shield. Yeah, yeah. Really. Did you see he's injured? Yeah, he's missed. Uh, he's injured at the Is it your Canato. FPL name again? Uh, I can't think. Well, it's something to do with Matter, obviously. Anyway, Legend of Matter. I think, I think the winner of <laughs> Robertson versus one. Diaz. It's got to be Andy Robertson. Really? Doubling up yes. on fullbacks? Yes, he's a million... Clean sheet points. He's a million pound cheaper, Stan. Takes so that's bollocks. Yes. 
Luis Diaz, to me, seems like a bit of a wide player. Maybe he's a great player on the pitch, but FPL-wise, is he going to get them goals and assists? And you're at that risk of rotation? You are. Could be our game where it's Salah, well, Nunes, you, Jota. Or you something. Right, Diaz will play a lot now. more this year. Jota's mm. injured. Will Diaz play more minutes than Andy Robertson? Though? Hey, a lot of Champions League games I before the not. World Cup. All I the groups got to be not. played before then, I believe, as well. So. At Columbia in the And Europa League, come on. Yeah. Thursday nights. Who knows? Are you rolling? <laughs> anyway, there's your answers. Go with Robbo and then go with your heart on Haaland versus K9 say. And Cook, you um, did mention to me for that. Oh no, there's, there's a budget. There that a there's budget. Um, a prize maybe for the for the winner of the Cookie Pod League? Yeah, so whoever wins the Cookie Pod League, we do have a Cookie Pod t- uh, Nike t shirt for you. So you can oh. wear that. And whoever finishes last yeah. has to get the bomb. Yeah. Can they get it? In, can they get it in the size, or is it a set size? No, no, we only have double XS. <laughs> so, so unless promise it's not a spur. <laughs> but no, of course they can get it in their own size. Yeah, they can. But, we'll take it, to the but it does stuff. have to be, with all seriousness, double XS. <laughs> it can be a little PJ top if you don't fit. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Not everyone's fucking skinny, many. If, if not, you can give it I to your other half as a crop top. Before you stack it. <laughs> you know what? That's a sexy crop top. Anyway. So, Jim mentioned them before. I think we all mentioned them before. We're going to talk about Newcastle. Uh, the black and white mags from the northeast. The angel of the north pet. It's the first full season cut without Mike Ashley. In charge, so since the 2005-2006 season, uh, I, I believe that to be correct. Dark times. Um, the first question is, Cook, and I'll ask you, what does progress look like for Eddie Howe's side this season? We've already spoken about, can anybody break into the top six? Can Newcastle do that? Or would that be massively uh, you know, overachieving? What, what do you think is a good season for the Mags? I think if they finish sixth, it'll be giving managers... About seventh, Europa, League, Europa Conference, would they take that? I mean European aways. If I'm in that, if I'm in their shoes, you take anything they can get. So any European trip, I would obviously go for if you can be in it. But if you want to seriously mount something the year after, potentially you might have to compromise a couple of things. And well, let's be honest, they might not even get up there. I'm just looking like last last year they finished eleventh. So I'd say a realistic target, Eddie, get in the top half, pal. If you get in the top half, that should literally be your, your most realistic next step because it was a relegation scrap last season. So you've gone from a relegation scrap to finishing at the top of the second half of the table, shall we say. So your next step should be solidify yourself slightly further up the table. And then maybe start to and add then the star, year after You add your star signings. And yeah, yeah. And then the year after, you've got a bit more pull. You've obviously. built your foundation then, haven't you? You've, you've yeah asserted yourself as a top half team two years in a row. Yeah, definitely. That's when you maybe add your, your star signings, a little bit of pizzazz, yeah. and push for those Is European positions. That's where you can get Mbappe. Uh, they made some good signings this year, though, so far. Okay. Improves the squad massively. Who they signed, Donny? They signed Nick Pope in there. Yes. Better than Dubrovka. Wow. Easily. Better than, than Easily. Better than Dave. Matty Target. Wow. Who was on loan last year. Permanent this year. Again, average player, but Gets you sevens every week. Not bad for Newcastle mid table. Shag sevens Seven every week. week. Yeah. Hey, hey. You'll take that. Solid, solid return. And then Sven Botman. Sven Botman. I, I don't pretend I know too much about him, but it's 
probably got a future. He's a little bit, hard on FIFA, he's a little so. bit slow, Jordy, but his yeah. positioning gets him out. Ten, I got rid of him. He's good. He's good. Uh, and then that's it, really. Yeah. Charlie MacArthur from Kilmarnock. Bollard! Sure, he's going to make it. No, not Charlie MacArthur. And there's one that from uh, Robbie always goes on about that young lad who scored fucking five on last day of the season know, for Bristol Rovers or something. Can't think of his name. Exactly. Don't know who his name is. He can't be that good. There's a youngster somewhere. Sorry, Rob, I'm sure you'll know who it Cook, is. Cook, it sounds to me like they haven't made that well, one. signing yet. It? It's almost like they haven't. No, the follow- do, you the think following that, do you think that's to come? On the results? Mm-hmm. This year? January? Um, I, th- I think it's probably next summer. I think it's probably next summer they get a big marquee signing. Do they have to be smart with it? They have to be smart with it because they don't just want to be a cash cow and they don't want to build the project around someone who's got ulterior motives. What about recently for James Madison? Is he a sensible marquee signing? Yeah, yeah, but I look at it and I, I say to him, why would I go there? Why would I go to Newcastle when teams like Arsenal were willing with him not that long ago? Well, I mean, that could be long gone. Leicester like seems to be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, think, I just think, yeah, with well. all due respect to Newcastle, he can play for a better team. I'd like to I see him at Spurs. I think he'd be he really could, good at Spurs. He could play for a better team. Apart, well, Con, right now, Conte doesn't play a 10, yeah. so he'd have to play off the wing. But I think he, he, he should that. be looking. How old is he? Like 25, 26, something yeah. like that. He should be looking there at Newcastle, like we've just said. Assert yourself as a top top uh, half team he's going to go there he's going to play he's going to be the star man he'll be able to yeah. take his you know se- share set pieces with Trippier which Jim's already mentioned but in two or three years yeah. Newcastle could fly right up there and be challenging for the Champions League spots and he'd be a yeah. guy that was you know in that team from the off so. do, you, do you think players would be looking Elliot at Newcastle Anderson. now and thinking of when City were in 2009-2010 probably Botman is kind of like your company signing well, what, what they hope yeah. Newcastle fans and you've got to have players like David Silver who took a risk, Carlos Tevez who took a risk. Rubinho. Rubinho was before that took a risk. Took many a risk that last. Well, yeah. But <laughs> there must be players out there who look at Newcastle now and think, I need to, I could take a risk in that team and I could be their star man and push them into Champions League places. Yeah. yeah. But, you, but you're going to see like who's going to be the first one to pull the trigger. Obviously, Rubinho did go to City and then after that it was like, a load more people were like, bloody hell. Yeah, he's going to go to Chelsea and he's fucked them off to go to this new project. For City, I think Tevez was the, the change because it was he's, United he's, City, he's left United well. and he's actually gone, I'll play for City. And it's like, but then oh, we were City, both kind of serious. City right, got managers with a lot of like Champions League experience and stuff City like that. Mark, and not City had Mark Hughes. Yeah, but then they get Pellegrini and... Uh, yeah, but that was already established then. Mancini. I mean, we had Sven and then we had Mark Hughes. And I mean, Matthews, what he's not far from the really, when you think of what they've done in the Premier League. He's done really well at Blackburn as well, which is he similar did. to what he did hey, at Blackburn. Hey, a slightly better manager than Eddie um, But either way, yeah. but I yeah, feel I like think it's soon going to come where someone's going to take a not, They're not exciting yeah. signings for Newcastle, and that's not a criticism at all. Yeah. It's, it's probably a good thing because the one thing that they maybe would have looked at with City and learned from is the fact that City kind of went fucking mental buying players like Joe and, and all these oh. like, sorry Jim but I had to say and it, Jay the thing with City back then Rubinho though. again I mean I suppose he might have opened doors like you're saying but in terms of what they thought they were going to get and what they got oh Cucarella here we go confirmed oh, fuck there we go Live, there we news. go guys fuck you what? Jim there we go guys we've had a here we go from Fabrizio Romano Cucarella to Chelsea Gracias. <laughs> Gracias, señor Cookie. Gracias, mi amor. <laughs> Mr. Bossman. Dos huevos. Bossman. Where were we? Clap my cheeks, uh, Cookie. Go on, Cookie. Go 
Right, welcome back to the pod. We're going to talk about who is potentially going down and Newcastle have potentially left this club. We'll soon see how well the sign is going to be. You'd like to think Newcastle are very clear of this relegation battle now. But we're going to talk about a couple of the Prem new boys, Jordi, and we're going to start off with Nottingham Forest. So I think the only place we can start is with Jay Lings because we was almost convinced on the pod he was going to go MLS. Big signing for Forest. Premier League experience. Did well at West Ham when he obviously went there on loan. Snubbed him as well to go in. Yeah. I mean, snubbed. They're getting in a lot of good players. Well, I'll say a lot of good players. Dean Henderson's a good keeper for starters. I know they lost. He's been crying as well, hasn't he? As you are. Fair play. Have you seen it? Yeah, I love it. Bad balls. Just saying that I'll buy not, not the number one, basically. I agree. What, is he not number one at Forest? No, at United. No, United. Oh, he's right. like, I didn't play for 12 months. Yeah, he's fuming. I thought he was a little thing, didn't he? Yeah, had COVID, but he's, he's not had it all he didn't. season. <laughs> yeah, no, he was struggling until about October, and for some reason... Oh, they <laughs> fell in love with Daya and you know what happened next. Anderson, massive improvement on the squad, obviously. Did well at Sheffield United. A bit of a brick wall in, in goal. And uploads yeah, for, for top three England keepers. They're saying he could be England number one at one point. Yeah. So, he and he's still he's still a young still player as well, isn't he? He's, got a he's lot on of like years. 23 for yeah. a keeper. It's young. Got a lot of years on him. Lingard, obviously the big one. Hopefully, obviously for them, he can pull the strings. And I don't know if they're planning on building a team around him. Maybe... It might be a bit stupid to build a team around Lingard, but he might shine as as the star. You know what he's like. Told you before, social influencer, Jay Lings. He likes he likes all eyes on me. Yeah, at least pack. the good thing is he'll make sure all Forest players are themselves, even if they get relegated. Yeah, yeah. He just, he's just there for vibes. He's just there for vibes. Yeah, he's he's just, there for the ride. He'll make there. it a good time. Yeah, it'd be some class TikToks anyway, no yeah, matter exactly. what happens. So. I think I'm gonna follow him on TikTok after this. Oh, you should. Hundred percent. He's so lit. Yeah, um, learn some new dances. You know when Forest lose like six nil at City, at least like Lingard will be moonwalking in the changing room, so that'll be six one down. That'll be corner flag. That, yeah, no, that'll be pretty lit. You know, uh, um, I won't. I won't hear. I won't. I think he was at. He was. He was at Union, Union Berlin. Yeah. Was it your Bundesliga club? Fourteen yes, goals he was. scored last year, didn't he? In the league, yeah. yeah so so yeah, I mean, they're qualified probably, for the Europa, I think, for yeah. the first time in the history. So. Not a bad return. I think he was. I think he came through Liverpool's academy. Yeah, he did. He was at Liverpool. So uh, a good pickup guy who's come through in England and he's come back to England now, Jim. So yeah, he'll know be, the physicality of, of the country and the league and what we're all about. So even if he scores play, ten so. goals, you take that for Forest this year. Oh yeah, if, I know if he score fourteen. In double figures for a striker is like solid for most Premier League clubs. If your striker's yeah, getting yeah. ten, eleven goals, you'll you should stay up comfortably unless you're leaking shitloads of goals like we've seen with Norwich with Puckett. Yeah, that's the thing they've um, lost. Obviously, Spence and. Well, not never I think they've had a good window. Yeah, I think they've had a good window because they've lost that keeper, they lost Spence, and they lost Garner, and the team was struggling because they had a lot of loans. But I mean, they brought in O'Brien to play in Garner's position, who's a highly rated youngster. Nico Williams from Liverpool. Yeah, Nico uh, Williams. Good, yeah. Right, but wing back over Jed Spence. And I think Dean Henson is probably not great in that position, which it looked like a bit of a shock that he lost that keeper that sent him through to the playoff final. But I mean, he was and a big part of why they got thrown to the Premier League, Samba, Samba, and then he just left him. He's um, gone to League One, hasn't he? And then to drop on DMs, yeah, and I think is one of the best signings they could have made. It's like lens. I don't think Samba played all that much from the last year. I no, think he just come come on later. Like, I mean, the, yeah, but I mean the impact he made for them. <laughs> yeah, the fans as well. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. It's a good keeper. I mean, you saw for Sheffield United what Anderson did, and then obviously. He came back to United and they got relegated the next year, so keepers can be massive for, well, for, look, at, for look at Pope for Burnley for how many yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, the club the clubs lower down obviously they're gonna face 
They're going to concede more goals. They're going to concede more shots, more chances. I think so they stay up this year. If, for if us. you've got a good keeper, oh yeah. Um, I mean, Jim, I'll, I'll let you carry on, but if you confer, if you confirm, compare Forest Window to the other two teams that got promoted. Yes, well, this is why we think Forest's window has been so good because they confirmed with Fulham and Bournemouth, and like you just said, Fulham have spent they spent thirty five million pound. Yeah, um, they brought in Burnley on a good deal. They brought in Barbu, played for Newcastle. So I don't know if that's a great sign. Yeah. Andreas Pereira from United. Yeah. I mean. It doesn't. Again, though, is he not on par with Lingard? Confidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they've signed Paulinha, who's highly rated. He's one of them yeah. shot ones. But then again, Fulham have done this forward. They've signed a uh, Seri, and he's just not really. Yeah, Mitrovic from the East. Yeah. Um, Sherlock. But Fulham yeah. are. And Marco Silva, especially, has been well, moaning about his opening fixtures. Obviously, they, they play Liverpool on the Saturday morning, and they asked him if he was ready, and he basically was like. Yeah, no, we're not ready. We've got two senior centre backs, and um, if anyone wants to know who the two senior centre backs is, anyone know who the two senior centre backs that they've got? I do because I saw them before. Oh, wait, yeah, I don't. Uh, Tim Ream. Tim Ream is and, one. And that tossing, wasn't it? Tossing and Rabio from. Is Tim Ream still there? Yeah, and tossing from. Tossing and Tim. Oh, don't tossing Tim. Don't be jealous. So there you go. Can them two centre backs keep you up? I think if they don't bring no. people in the window, they'd be yeah, very good. Yeah. So Tony Khan needs to start investing in Fulham properly instead of paying CM Punk yeah. all the big bucks. <laughs> yeah. He needs yeah. to stop signing yeah, people to AEW and actually about invest Harry in Bayern. Fulham. Otherwise, they'll keep you up. That doesn't seem like it. Eric is a proper Fulham signing, yeah. by the way. And it'll, it'll be fit for 15 yeah. league games. Milan Saar, they've tried to get on loan as well. So people, yeah. Milan. They need people through the door, and the further south you go to Bournemouth stand, it gets worse, because they've had eight departures. They've made three signings. They've only spent ten million pounds. Scott Parker has basically said they are worse. Mm. They're a worse team now than they were when they got promoted. That's it's going to be a long season for Bournemouth. Yeah, These two quotes kind of remind me of. Was it you who told me that um, Moyes was asked a question about whether? They're yeah, when Sunderland went down, um, Moyes lost his first game and said, "Yeah, he's going to be. They're going to be in a relegation fight after one game. After with thirty-seven game. left. I mean, <laughs> these two have beaten him because I mean, they play pre-seasons. They've both pretty much said we're worse than we were last year, and we need a lot more signings. So, uh, and they've not even kicked a ball in the Premier League. So. Two of the three that go down? Are, they, are we is all in it, agreement it, yeah. that Fulham and Bournemouth are two of the three? Yeah. What do we think about Brighton? What about them? I really I like him as a club. I think the managers... It, I think Graham Potter... Justin people. as well with Fabrizio. Levi Colwell's going the other way as part of a separate deal. Fucking dafties went, aren't they? Yeah. Don't know if it's a loan or anything yet, though. We don't Why know. don't you just play Levi Colwell at left centre-back? Come on. That's a discussion Cut for a later throat. podcast. Yeah, about fucking many, idiot, you. About many... Yeah, yeah. Let go and then well, they're after seven placements. They recently let Tamari Gurhey and now Colwell go. Really? So, well, you've brought doing well though, aren't they? Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. Cook, on my who else will struggle this? Brian weren't on there. Should I put him in there? No. That's Cook. Oh, Graham Potter's too good. Alright. Uh, I like Graham Potter. They're probably too good to be, right, to be in this. I've got the same answer. They are, they are probably too good, but for, for the pod purposes, I'll say yeah, fuck Brian. If, any any, any uh, further on fuck Brian? Um. Get relegated, please. Okay. Why? Yeah. What are your real reasons? That's um, no, no, I've got nothing against Brighton. Robbie's had a good few nights down there. So he says. A buddy, buddy, yeah. So he says. <laughs> so he says so. um, right, so. <laughs> but who's going to score for him realistically? Mo <laughs> paying well back. That guy helps. They've got a new striker yeah. on Dav. Better than Raul. Yeah, never heard of him. Excuse me. Hey. Bless you. Don't Bless you, good. That new striker got on Dav. Where's he from? Bless you. I don't, don't fucking know who that is. I don't know who he's at. The proper money ball, aren't they? 
Yes. Respect it. Great film. It'll probably be really Great good. Film. We do have the money ball team. No matter well. what Brighton do, they can't find a fucking striker. Yeah, so the four teams I've picked to be in that relegation fight, um, Brentford, Saints, Leeds, Everton. Is there anyone I've missed out there, Stan? Or would you agree with that one? No, I agree. Yeah. You agree? I agree. Sorry for that stall. Um, I, I, think Lee, I, I think Leeds will be down there, but I don't, yeah. think they'll be get, I don't think they'll get dragged into that battle. You think Leeds will be the best of them four, you'd say? But a best chance of... I don't really know who, who Brentford has in well, their we'll squad now, but I think Saints will definitely be down there. I think Everton at the minute was, Saints, especially yeah. with DCL getting injured. Who scores? I think out, we've got... Have you read out what's on what you've got? Yeah, I've written out. We'll go through them and we'll start with Brentford, who last season started really well. They had a massive blip after David Rye got injured. Um... If it wasn't for Ericsson signing, you could argue that they would have really been in trouble. They, um, they was, they was just Didn't they win eight of the 13 games that he played in? He was so good. For, he's going to be like such that. a big miss for him. I mean, they are linked cook with Mikel Damsgaard, who lit up the Euros. So maybe that's... From Atalanta, is it? Um, oh, no, Sampdoria. 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 Yeah, so yeah. Maybe, it's Danish as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe that could keep them up. It's not a lot of money. It's only 15 more that as well. Um, so. Good signing. Saints, Dunny seems to think these lot will go down. And you know what? You, I think these will be right down there as well. Start. I mean, you don't have any for the last three months of the season, only Watford had less points than them. They don't have Brozier either. Um, that? Yeah, Hassan people has been there for a while now. It kind of seems that maybe he can get stale. Maybe he could be one for the first manager to leave. He might also, he work, he might also work them too hard. Yeah, the sign- there, might, there might be something. They might just get tired the last three months. The signings that they've made have made something like less than 10 like senior appearances they seem to have just they been signed two like they signed to see some the front Bazunu and Bazanu is a keeper Portsmouth um, some striker for him front he's an Irish keeper Gavin Bazunu played really well yeah. against Portugal I think, I think the stat is that of all the times they've made they've only made like four international appearances and it's all that guy yeah, he's an Irish keeper. Plays for Ireland. Because they've signed Romeo Lavia from City, who's highly a youngster, but unknown. Yeah. A lot of them are inexperienced. The team, I think, got worse since Rosary's really gone. The risk on a lad who's never made a senior appearance. Like you see who scores for him. Exactly. Shea Adams is the only striker, really. Yeah. He's playing Nathan Redmond up front. Adam Armstrong. Theo Walcott yeah, played yeah, a lot yeah, of minutes last year. They're, they're, they're all champions. I think they're all old or championship players. Yeah, they are a good shout, I think. Yeah. Nassim Uttal's already spoken about retiring, so is his heart even even fully in it yeah, can it even is. be asked. Right, you said it's probably going stale. You'd be surprised if Hasenhut will last the season, wouldn't you? Right. Here's, a, here's a what if. He seemed tired. Hasenhut will leave Pochettino back to Southampton. I think he'd be pissed if. off because um, <laughs> the team that he left and the team that he is going to have an area is going to be miles off. Oh, yeah, yeah, he had a really good He's going to be like, Jesus Christ. I couldn't back to like your house and should be in the tip. Schneiderlin's gone. Sadio's gone. Graziano Pella's gone. Leeds stand survived last season by three points um, it's been a nightmare season for Leeds and they've lost Rafinha and Phillips and that is, that is massive for the realistic yeah they are I yeah. know Leeds have probably out of them these teams I'm going to say have got the best players but Rafinha was so good from last year so important and Calvin Phillips will be so important off the pitch as well yeah. even when he's not playing just he missed the majority of the season yeah he, he, he did, was, he was just, a last season just, no, just, like, just him not being in the season. squad now yeah, it is the fact he's just not there but even the when he's in now, though. Yeah, like he had him on the bench, didn't yeah. he, for a game he was never going to play. Yeah, but I, I suppose the yeah. flip side of that is that surely they can't be as easy to play against as they were in no, the times no. in the last, you know, and like been 18 some months. Changes well, well. Uh, yeah, he said, he brought Matthias Clips. Ty- Tyler said, Adams. Yeah, he's class as well. Brendan Aronson. 
Um, I think they've brought is it somebody Anderson? Mark Rocker. Somebody yeah. Anderson, Sinister, Mark, Mark Sinister, Rocker, Sinister, 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 Sinister. They're making positive changes. Like Donny said, Phillips did barely played last year, so on the pitch. They've they've almost experienced what it's like without him, and they just stayed up. They've added a player who's made the Champions League with Adams. Phillips was very pivotal to Bielsa's style of play. Pivotal, literally. This single pivot. Where now it's a completely different style of play. It's obviously he's implementing his own football, getting his own players in. Do you think maybe without just being an attack that solely relies on Rafinha, they could be better as more of an overall team? Maybe. Maybe it's more balanced. I still think they need to keep Bamford fit. They've got nobody to put the ball in the net when he's not fit. Still, I don't think they've signed strikers still. No. But they want Sinistera to maybe do that if they ever go for a two as well. Rodrigo Again, never works he's out. A, he's a big fan of Rodrigo, Jesse Marsh. Yeah, he so didn't really work out as a front line. Maybe he's a yeah, Could revitalise him, I don't know, but I think they'll be down there. Yeah. I like the look of Leeds, I they'll do. Be, they'll I be do. bottom seven. It'll be these... Yeah, and I learned lastly, Everton, who've got... They've missed a massive player. Richarlison pretty much kept them up on his own last season. Um Calvert-Lewin, as Donny mentioned before, has had a knee injury in training and... It was fair that it was three months, but I'm hearing now that it's just a month. But either way, without Phillips and DCL, this is the biggest question of like who's going to score for him. I looked at the team goals last year. They scored 42 in the league. Uh, Richardson and DCL accounted 15 of them, which is more than 50%. I mean, you you look at their attacking options, and none, you'd be surprised if any of them got more than five league goals. Like, realistically, Andre Damari Gray isn't a goal scorer. Yeah, she um, Townsend isn't a goal scorer. Flash Gordon, it, like, he's yet to be They've got some players that goals. can be effective, but you can't bank on any of them to score double figures league goals. You just can't. Gordon can't do it all his own. No, I feel I like, like, I feel like if you want to stay up, I feel like if you want to stay up, you need at least one player with double figure league goals. Like, somebody you can rely on to put the goal ball in the back of the net. And with DCL injured, they've got no one. I'd go and pick up Timu Pocky or somebody like that off Norwich who just got relegated. Dennis, somebody like that. Somebody you can get, you know, for twelve months just, and then see where you are next summer, see if you can nice. flog. Well why not? Honestly, why not? So, somebody that's scored, scored one, Premier scored League goals. Pucky's always scored goals, Dennis has. Genuinely. Yeah, the, I bet Chris Wood's available. Chris Wood's they're only could get Chris Wood on loan. Yeah, they're attacking signing this year to replace Richardson. Dwight McNeil scored one league goal last year. Yeah, Robbie said that the other day. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's. I like him as a player, but he's not quite really. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't put numbers. He's not going to replace Richarlison's output. I think he's a defender. I think I always said that. I thought City could do well picking him up and putting him in a left. He'd be a great wing back. Generally. That's what I mean. When be, City, you'd left be back pretty much. Wing, he'd be a great wing back. Yeah, let Dwight McNeil took it in, comfortable on the ball. He's pretty easy, easy play. He's got a decent delivery as well. Well, we're going to go round now, and we'll start with Cook, and we'll go around clockwise. Our then, if we say Fulham and Bournemouth are down. Yeah. Who's the one that'll join up for you, Cub? I think it's Southampton. Yeah. I think it is. I think this is the time we say goodbye to the Prem for a bit. I remember, I think maybe in like 2005, I, I watched it on the, the telly when movie. Van Nistelrooy relegated him, Stan. I remember that many moons ago. So I could see that. Yeah, they're, they're down. They've got so. a Rebo from Rangers. Who's got, yeah, Joe Rebo, who's a, mid, a midfielder. He's got a goal over there. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, a midf- he's a midfielder, though, and like I said, who's going to score for him? So I think it is Bournemouth. I think um, Saints go down and I think Fulham go back down. Don't it? Who's going to join Bournemouth and Fulham for you? Saints? Saints, yeah, I think. Saints or Brentford for me. Brenny? Yeah. That surprises me that you said that. So, well, don't really. Just going off what you yeah. said before and I'd Lost like to say, I don't really know who they've. I like Ivan Tony, but other than that, I don't really know. Yeah. 
who they have that's really. I think I think Brentford are the best. Up, can keep them up there. Mm. Everton yeah. go for Ivan Tony. I, I think he's a Liverpool fan. So probably one. I it, think but, Brentford are the best team out of those four though, in terms of the system and the manager. Are they, are they safe for you? So? I think they are. Yeah. I actually think, and they're not going to like me for this, but I think as it stands, Everton are the one that goes down out of them. I think the te- the squad right now is worse than it was last season. They've lost Richarlison. DCL wasn't there anyway, so we can yeah. discount that. But the fact is that Richarlison, he played through the middle in a team that was pretty much nine running round and him as the only guy that if they were going to get any points, he would do it. Well, and they, he's not there anymore. Think, what do you think about him getting Idrissa Garnagay back in? I don't think that it doesn't make any difference to yeah, me. It, it, just, it beefs up the midfield. Yeah, but again, well, that, that's fine. But the, Tarkovsky, they're okay signings, but... Again, they, but they got relegated. Is Tarkovsky it's better than what they've got? That's the important thing for Everton at the moment. I, I, Are the people coming in better than what we've got? Right now, probably, Everton, probably, Everton, yeah. Everton out of those four teams, they're in the worst position and the worst squad, I would say. <sighs> right not, now, I would... I think Saints are just bad. Right now, I would agree with Stan. And it would, another thing that I'm basing off is the fact that you look at Everton's strengths squad-wise, it's defensively. They're going to they're gonna have to be a team... They're going to have to be a David Moyes team. They have to be like, counter. They're going to have to be sitting. That's three wingers Yeah, they're going to sit and soak. Because all the best players now are defensive kind of yeah. players. They've got no goals in them. But look at well, the even manager. the better players are defensive players. Yeah. And get Dash. Well, that's what I mean. Look at the manager. The manager doesn't want to play that way. That could that could be a shame. They could, they could defo. I could defo see Sean it. Sean Dash, Everton manager. The World Cup's it. coming round. They sack Frank and maybe Mashiri gets a bit twitchy arse and then they get direct in and they go 4-4-2 McNeil and Tarkovsky are like fuck's sake brings Chris Wood in, <laughs> in ja- brings Chris Wood in in January we're getting the band back together They've got McNeil, sh- Tarkovsky and Wood fuck it just and he's like, what's Ben Mee doing these he's days he's got that Vinagre <laughs> Vinagre played for a few years no is it Brenny Brenny yes Brenny he's just signed for running Ben Mee uh, yeah I think if Everton had Daesh's manager I wouldn't choose Mop Saints but I mean yeah. I think the manager and the, and the way they want to play yeah it's Lampard and the as well yeah. They've got. yeah he's attacking they have a deer in headlights at times isn't he I also he's think it's kind of like on the job. it's kind of like you said before Free about entry. Chelsea on the transfer window we've got to revisit this in like four weeks maybe well, like, oh and we will because these teams will be pushing the players in the market yeah, now and we will and then we've just as we're wrapping this segment up, you've just said who we think is going to go down. James, top of your head, give me the top four in your order. Top four in order. In order. Um, I'll have the Blues to retain. You can't back against him as a City fan, can you? I'll have Liverpool in second. I'll have Spurs in third, and fourth place. I will pick Arsenal. Nice. Uh, City, Liverpool, Spurs, United. Come in. Nice and quick. Liverpool, City. Chelsea, no, Tottenham, Chelsea for me. They've all gone different so far. Cook, who's yours? My City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Fox. Oh, oh, so we all went different there, I promise that wasn't planned. Um, but there you go. One of them might right. <laughs> <laughs> you might, they put it all be wrong. It wasn't even down on the yeah. running order, this. I thought, well, we'll listen to this back at the end of the season just because this is going to come out just before the first game on Friday night. So, we'll revisit this at the end of the season, and maybe we've got some spicy punishments. Hello, and welcome back. And yes, it is the end of the pod. That means that we're very, very close to the start of the 2022-23 Premier League season. And what better way to send you on your way than with an 11 above? So... As you know, they're always related to something we've spoken about in the podcast, and we've spoken uh, about Newcastle in this podcast. Two, now, we've two. spoken about the fact that this is Newcastle's first season without Mike Ashley, but what about Mike their Ashley. first season with 
Wow. Happier times. And what's Newcastle's biggest game of the season? Obviously, Sunderland, Mac and Bastards. The first game, Mike Ashley's Newcastle played against Sunderland was 1 1 at the Stadium of Life. That's for. But who started for Newcastle on that day, Jim? Wait, what year was what it again? Oh, 2007. Am I first? November 2007. Yeah, you're closest to me, so you can so go first. So it's the 7-8 season. Oh, 7 08. November 2007. Everyone shut up. He won it. Good times. Um, oh, this, I could be miles yeah. away. I could have a guess and it could be like five years. I don't know. Uh, this is it. It's, it's oh, just seven. Jim, you should know this. You've been watching Premier League years a lot recently. It was no seven or eight. Oh, seven oh, or eight. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty pointless, isn't it? What, what about Newcastle know? players that? Let, I, I I'll have a stab. All right, let Cook go first. You can have a think. Cook. All right, I'll say the racist himself, Emery. Yes. <laughs> he came off in the 80s minute. Emery. Do you remember Shetland? when we saw him on the Timeway Bridge in his Land Rover when he was on tour? Emery. No. Oh, time. Slaps yeah. You are yes, a lazy bastard. Don't like probably that get a job. Probably Try get a job. Year after that, <laughs> wasn't it? Don't he own it? Probably, yeah. Um, but yeah. Emery? Uh, it's that kit, it's that Northern Rock kit. Over Femi Martins, maybe. Over Femi Martins? Ooh. Yeah, no, he did start. No, wait, I'll let Jim go. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. you all have a go and then I'll give you a clue no, when you're on, on your fresh go goals. On. No, 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 go on. Alright, I'll go for the legend that is Jeremy. He didn't. No, sorry. He did start three legendary strikers of the game, though. Oh, all proper it. proper Barkley strikers, right. three of them, all up front together. Cool. All right, I'm not one of them. Is it me? Cookie, back to you. Um, the only one that's got one so far, yeah. sir. Ami Obi. Oh, that's what no, it's a great shout. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't him. Faked him. Faked him. Faked him. Done it. Sure, or I three, not Sammy. Three legends. Yeah, but the there game. are other players. We've only got Emre so far, so it doesn't oh. have to be the strikers that you get. Oh, Shearer. No, retired by that. He's gone by that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try a stab. Nolan? No, didn't no, I? Bit before no, that. None of us got it right. Do Cookie, well, yeah. back to you. We've still <laughs> only got one. I'm trying to think the rest of Jose Enrique. No, he was on the bench, so I can see him on my screenshot. Bastard. So he was in the in the, in the team, the but no. What the fuck? Along with Habib Bey, who got subbed on. Oh, Ryan Monday, Taylor? Tuesday, Habib Bey. No, Ryan Taylor wasn't in it. Over Taylor. Jim, please fucking get one, or else we're going to have to push some clues out. Nah, I will be real. Michael Owen. Michael Owen did play. Oh. A legend of the game. <laughs> yeah. One Newcastle of three up front. Newcastle legend, definitely. <laughs> One of the three up front. Right. Cookie, back to you. So we've got Michael Owen and Emre Belazoglu. What position was he playing? Oh. What's the formation? Yeah. 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 Nobby Solano. It's 3 4 3. Nobby Solano. 3 4 3. Three strikers up front. Nobby Solano. <laughs> no. Who was the manager? Don't tell me. Jim, I joking here. Kevin I don't th- joking here. I don't think that's this is gonna help you, Jim. But I'll find really out. Joking, joking. Three, four, three. It's joking. What a team. Keno was Sunderland manager. Did I say Ryan? Yeah. Keno was Ryan Sunderland manager. I'm having a guess. He was, he was joking here. Al Big Sam. Sam Allardyce. Jesus. Roy Keane versus Allardyce. What? And Nolan Jesus. wasn't right. Nolan wasn't right. That's bold. That's bold. Maybe he was injured, or maybe. Bolton's still okay at that Come point. on, who's going with it? Steven Taylor. It's John. Yes. Well done. Bastard that, innit? I, I was trying to say that, and he just did that. I Jim? I mean that. That's what you mean. Jim, So we've got a midfielder, a defender, and a forward so far. Big Afghan. Nah, he's not there then. He wouldn't have played for us. Jermaine Pennant. He never played for Newcastle. Alright, listen to Dunny. Colin Genie? No. 
Done it. Wow. Um, who have we got so fast? Steven Taylor, Emre, Emre Michael Owen, Can I Mike give you the Newcastle, Mike? Mike, yes. You know all of these apart from maybe one, but all of them else you I know. I didn't know Emre. 100%. Who's left back for us? Who's been the left back for us? Is the goalkeeper Stephen Harper? No fucking comment. It's not your goal. Tyus oh, Bramble? No. Oh, Jim? Jim? Stephen Harper? Yes. You <laughs> sneak. <laughs> 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 I like it. Okay. What position do we need? So you've got keeper. <laughs> Who the fuck You've got two of your back three. You've got three of your midfielders. And you've got two of your strikers. Two of your strikers? Who's the one? Still to go. No, there's a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always doing well. Mike, you're on back. No. Was Alan Smith there at the time? Yes! And he was one of the three proper Barkley strikers. Alan Smith up from. Um, Alan Smith? Yeah, with the blonde hair. Leeds in midfield. Well, he's, up, he's a forward in this. Striker? He was a striker at United anyway. Really? I thought he was a striker at Leeds. like a centre Do you want the nationalities? Yeah, yeah, yeah! Finally! Okay, so there's one. I'm going to give you this guy because he's not even got a picture or a flag. This is Wolverine Bird. David Rosenal, never heard of him. Oh, I've nice guess. One of the centre backs is Senegalese. The other one. The other one. One is Eng- midfielder. Two of the midfielders are English, and the other one's French. Oh, mad! Who's going with it? Not uh, Johnny's. Johnny's. Two of your centre mid. Two of your midfielders are English. One of them's French. What? Position? And your other striker is Australian. Uh, Australian striker. Oh, fuck. oh no! Did he play Viduka. Matt Viduka. Oh. There we yes. go, proper Barclays. Oh, Owen, yeah. Alan Smith and Mark Viduka as a former free. Yeah, yeah. Get relegated. Death triangle up front there. You don't know so where they're going to get you set, from. Senegalese defender? Joey Barton. Joey Barton did play. He wasn't the, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the Senegalese midfielder. Was he not? Defender. Defender. Oh, sorry. So you've got Senegalese, oh, France and he? English. Do we get what positions are played? Senegalese centre-back, yeah. uh, a French winger and an English centre-mid. Was it Bam Song? Who no. Was, no, he was French. Doom Song. Oh yeah, you're right. Do you want me to tell you? The centre back was Abdullah Fai. Never. He played for Hull, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, one of your French winger played for Villa and Wigan as well. Oh, yeah. Alan Zambia. Oh, yeah. Alan Zambia. Alan Zambia. And your English centre midfielder played for Leeds. Aston Villa, Liverpool, Milner. City, Class. James Milner, James Milner. Oh, oh, so there we go. Steve Harper, Rosenal, Abdullah Fai, Stephen Taylor, oh, Emre, Joey Barton, and Zobia, James Milner, Michael Owen, Alan Smith, Viduka, and there we go, baby. Enjoy the season. Right, everyone, it's the shittest part of the podcast. It's the time where we have to love you and leave you, but it's also the time where we can tell you where to find us when we're not making these class podcasts. So if you want to follow us on our socials, Twitter and Instagram, it's at cookiepodcast1. That's at cookiepodcast, followed by the number one. We're available on Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just search in, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Jordy, thanks for coming on. You're very welcome. Oscar, you have gatecrashed <laughs> the end of this podcast. You have, it's all going to... You can, can, can wag your tail all you want. You know I can't behave with dogs around. <laughs> you try and have an Alsatian testify. <laughs> that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. <laughs>